I'm Jackie Patton, and last year I founded Inkblot Creative, a brand new and very different communications and marketing agency. I love a good chat with an interesting human, so on every episode of Series 2, I'm going to be talking to business leaders, creatives, and everyone in between about how they stay connected. We talk about big goals, important relationships, and holding on to a sense of purpose when what's going on in the world isn't always in our control. I can't wait for you to join us for these conversations, so tune in every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher for the next free episode. And if you're enjoying these chats as much as we are, I'd really love for you to leave us a review. This week, I'm talking to Jade Keneally, or as you might know her, the founder of Made by a Hun. Jade is a jewellery maker with a love for a bright polymer clay, a passion for supporting other creatives and a great writer too. I know this is going to be a really good episode. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of tea. This is Stay Connected. So Jade, thank you very much for joining me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so every episode, I ask my guests to bring along an object that they feel really connected to. And I can see yours over there on the table. It's very shiny. What is it that you brought along? So it's a rose quartz uh, crystal pendant. Um, and I was giving it to me given it yeah to me yeah like years ago for Christmas by my brothers and like when I was growing up I was like kind of a bit like hippy dippy spiritual love it. um and as I got older I kind of outgrew it but I still like to have it around because like sometimes you want to ask questions when you're like what's the purpose of the next few months or like you're having like those types of wobbles or whatever so I just like kind of use it then and I also have tarot cards but I couldn't bring them because they're in a storage box. So oh, this well, is that. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like every now and then when you need that moment of like calm, you can like reflect using, I don't know, tarot cards or crystals or whatever. To kind of help ground you and get yeah. you back. That's really cool. It's really beautiful. Oh, thanks. And it's kind of um, apt that you brought a pendant given yes. the whole jewellery <laughs> thing that you do so all the time. <laughs> it was like you planned it. Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know you, what do you do? Tell us a little bit about Made by a Hun because I feel like people need to know about that. Um, so Made by a Hun, I guess, is like a, yeah, I make jewellery for my fellow Huns who want to wear like bright, bold, eccentric earrings. Um, hopefully soon I'm going to branch out, so stay tuned. Um, but I think also for me as a brand, what I really want to do is like give back to my community. So I've done like quite a few like charity projects and also like, I don't know, spread like creative love, just like you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like trying to get like other creators on board. So today I'm actually launching a collaboration yes, with, another, yeah, with another creative, um, which I'm really excited about. So I guess yeah, I guess it's like fashion, creative, but mainly jewellery. Well, I've got to say, before we dive in, Jade turned up today with the most beautiful pair of earrings, or two pairs of earrings for me, which I promptly put on and then had to take off because I've got headphones on and they were <laughs> going to squish my ears to a million pieces. But I'm very excited to be wearing them, so I'm going to be wearing them out and about. They are beautiful, the things you make. Thank you. Have you always kind of had a artistic side is that something that kind of little jade was into stuff like that or? oh my god yeah so like I'm not it's interesting that you say I'm a good writer because I'm really dyslexic and like when I got into marketing I'd have like 10 internal like meltdowns a day because I just do not get writing like grammar spelling I am so bad at all of it um but yeah so I kind of when I was younger got into creative subjects because I wasn't good at all the other stuff 
Um, and I did really enjoy like philosophy and psychology as well, um, but mainly like through like verbal learning and stuff. Um, but I did actually go to, yeah, Arts University Bournemouth. So this like is you. so funny. We connected on LinkedIn and then obviously you do the little LinkedIn stalk. And I was like, we went to the same uni. Of course. <laughs> that's great. Um, so I think that's quite a jazzy thing. Yeah. Bournemouth. Yeah, it's by the sea, isn't it? Because yeah. people are like, get us to the sea. Yeah. So um, what did you do there? So I did my foundation there and then I moved to London because I thought I wanted to be like a fine artist. Um, so I moved to London and then I kind of did like quite a lot of performative stuff, um, like quite conceptual performative stuff, like art institutional critique and stuff like that. So um, then I kind of realised I do like art, but maybe I don't love it enough to be like an artist. I wasn't motivated enough. So I decided after uni, I came back home for a bit. Then I moved to Berlin and I was living there for like two years. Why? Right, that's a bit of a tangent. <laughs> Why did you move to Berlin? Did you have a connection there or was it just the... Uh, no, well, slight reasoning is I thought if I wanted to be in the art world, if I wanted to work in a good gallery in London I'd have to like intern for like 10 years work for free sell my soul like how can one like simp like you just can't do it unless you're like minted so I'd been to Berlin a few times and like I absolutely loved it have you been no it's on my it's list so amazing I love it you should go soon because I feel like it's getting more expensive and like more conservative don't know what it's like at the moment but yeah. um yeah, I definitely would recommend going and I'll give you all the tips. Do. I actually weirdly shared a house in Australia for a few months with a couple that were from Berlin and he was a DJ and they told us so much cool stuff about it. And it's just, I just have never got there, but it's always, I keep thinking, I need that somewhere I need to go. Definitely, definitely go. Um, so I'd been to Berlin a few times and, you know, I felt like the English not being, yeah, like German not being my first language wouldn't be an issue um and I also really like the art scene there so I just thought like you know why, why not, not? <laughs> exactly and I didn't actually know anyone my brother had a friend that he went to school with that lived there so I met him um I managed to actually get a job like on my first day of arriving in Berlin which was very fluky not like the rest of my time um but uh yeah so I just basically Worked in the shop for a bit, tried to learn German, did internships, you know, some, I got kind of a bit of pay from that, but um, yeah, so I kind of like hustled for a bit. Then I actually got a job in my favourite art gallery. Um, and then all the other kind of factors of life, like accommodation, you know, all, health insurance, all these things just gradually like kind of came to a halt and I couldn't really hack it anymore. So that's when I came back to Jersey. So yeah, I have had a creative background I guess um but I think the reason why I started Made by a Hutton was because I hadn't actually created anything in so long yeah like, you like get that itch for like yeah doing it yourself exactly so like I'd been surrounded by like all these arty people like you know like there'd be like famous collectors coming into the gallery and I'd just be there like making the coffee but I hadn't done anything in so long so I think I kind of like when I came back to Jersey I struggled quite a bit just to like that culture shift or whatever and I needed a hobby, so yeah. Made where Hum was born. Exactly. Never ever look back. Honestly, I won't. So, I love yeah. it. It's so cool, and it's they're really unusual the things you make. Oh, which you. is like it's hard to find like different stuff, isn't it? And like, everything starts yeah. to look a bit samey, so it's really cool. So you said you're dyslexic. Yes. But like creativity was an outlet. So what was your like time at school like growing up? How did you find that? 
It's weird because like I actually think I had I went to like really good schools. So like I went to Kenneve and I went to Holia and I love them. I think the reason why I liked Kenneve is because you didn't have to do a language at TCSE. So I was like, bye. And <laughs> Although I it would have been helpful if you did. I know, literally. <laughs> God damn it. But um I wouldn't have remembered anything. Like I literally know about five words in French. It's so embarrassing. Um, so yeah, I think that was quite good because I did like art, drama, health and social studies, and I don't know what else. But um, and then when I went to Holia again, I did like philosophy, performance studies, art, and photography, and I did philosophy as well actually. But um, so it was all like kind of creative. So I loved school because I just basically did all the subjects I really loved. So it wasn't that bad. I did struggle a lot in philosophy because there's a lot of like writing mm. but um I managed to get an A somehow so well, that's good isn't yeah it? literally um but yeah I think school was okay because I just did all like the the things quick, you wanted yeah, to exactly that's really so, cool and you mentioned your brother mm-hmm. earlier so what like if we're thinking about the people that you're like connected to in your life so yeah. you've got siblings just one or? so I have two and I'm actually really close with them both so yeah, I'm like so, so grateful. Like I, they're my friends kind of thing. Like if I have a problem or like an issue, I will literally, they'll be the first people that I'm going to speak to. Um, Like, you know, I think a lot of people like go to their mom or yeah. whatever, but I'm not really like that. Like I'll always like go to them whenever I have an issue. So Are that's... you the youngest? Yeah, I'm the youngest. That's really yeah. good though, isn't it? So yeah, we're like, but my middle brother, He's a year older than me, basically. So, but two day, for two days, we're the same age because he's January 15th and I'm January 13th. So, like, when we were growing up, like, everyone used to think that we're twins. Yeah, because so, yeah. that's really close. Yeah. Like, what did you do when you got to Berlin? You don't mm. know anyone apart from your brother's one random mate who's there. So, how did you find it, like, having to kind of put yourself out there and meet new people? And um, I'm not going to lie. Like, in the beginning, I found it really hard because... I think I was like quite a, well, I am a social person and I, I worked in a shop called Monkey. So I worked in retail, like everyone's kind of like similar age to me or whatever. Mm. But I think also at the same time when I was in London and I was at work, I would have my own friends. So yeah. when people joined, I would like, it would take me a while to actually go out and do stuff with them. So I think that was the same for me when I was in Berlin. So it took time for me to like make friends. Um, yeah, it's so, not it's not a quick process, is no, it? You've kind of got to like, know people. At least at uni, like everyone's on the same boat. So like that's you're good to go. But you know, if you move to another country or like even another city, like even making friends at work like takes quite a long time. Like you've got to like build trust or like I don't know. Yeah. So like you've got to have like things in common. Um it's really, it was really funny because I was working at Monkey in Berlin for like I think two years or something. And like my colleague was like I think this is like after a year she was like yeah when you first started like I didn't really get your sense of humor and like you would like say something and you'd like wait and you'd be like <laughs> laughing because <laughs> I'd always used to make like really like British jokes and they were just like so I just used to laugh and I was like oh that's so sad <laughs> for like a year I thought I was like hilarious but but she just like, didn't know why you were laughing yeah no, she like didn't get it like and also I was like dating this guy this German guy and I was like you know when you're like I'm on form, like yeah. I'm literally on this fire. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, Jade, why are you being so weird? And I was like, ah, I'm on fire. What are you talking about? So, yeah. Culture clash. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you think it's Tragic. great. Tragic, yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Story of my life. So how do you juggle having your own business? Because you've got a job as well, full yeah. time. Yeah. And a business. How do you find that juggle? 
I'm not gonna lie, like it is quite um stressful. Like um my boyfriend often tells me that I put too much pressure on myself. So um yeah, like sometimes I just have to wake up really early or I'm working really late or yeah, so it's quite challenging. Um I guess I'm just trying to find ways to work more efficiently mm. than um anything. Um but I think it's something that I'm trying to kind of manage a bit better because now I realize that I'm spending all this time working and you know that I'm not seeing my friends as much or like you know I'm not going out I'm not like I'm a huge drinker but like I'm not going out for dinner and like staying for a few drinks after because I'm like no I want to be fresh for tomorrow and like wake up early and do all the stuff and that is my life is just basically turned into a a full work like it doesn't end so that's kind of the thing though as well isn't it when you've got your own thing going on it's hard to find that switch off yeah and I think because you love it so much you're like why would I why would I not no would I not work why Mm. would I not do all those things because like literally like um I was recently like sick and I'd be like all my brain was just like going crazy with with ideas but obviously I was sick so I was just like oh this is rubbish but (laughs) like you know you just think like obviously you've found your passion so I don't know and I think my family and friends are like really supportive so Oh, they get good. it but um I do think it's something I need to like be better at it's like maybe taking time so I think being sick has helped me realize that I need to chill out but um yeah I think it's something I need to work on a bit bit more it's weird that those moments where you kind of can't are the moments yeah. where you get the best ideas so it's almost I like know. your brain's like now we're having a rest a hundred all these things yeah a hundred percent it's interesting isn't it what um what's your favorite bit of what you do um definitely making the earrings like I could sit and do that all day long but I find it really difficult not difficult but kind of annoying and tedious is like taking pictures of them um and like as a marketer as well you think I would just be like right I've got all the pictures I'm just gonna actually sit down and do a content schedule but I don't do it and like (laughs) this is one thing where I'm just like I need to do that I need to work more efficiently so yeah, you you know the beauty of you, you preach I'm always, it. I'm always banging on about yeah, this. Yeah, preach yeah. it and know it and live it. But I need to I need to do it because otherwise I'm just wasting time by you know each day or like I guess I don't do it for every single day, but I'll do it maybe like for th- three days in a row. But yeah. it's not enough. And you kind of feel like if I had the time to do it, I'd it would be more efficient. But I've got to find the time, and you're always yeah, chasing your exactly, time. Exactly, exactly. I think I always want to get things done up front because otherwise I feel like I've got homework I've not done. You know yeah. that feeling you have when you're at school when you know yeah. you've got to write something or do something and you haven't done it, and then you're like, <gasps> last minute. And but I do you work much. like crazy hours? And like, what? What um, about you? Do I work crazy hours? I think that I'm always on. Yeah. I, I've tried quite hard to, I know what things kind of make me relax. So I mm. try hard to build them in, you know, going to the gym, spending time with my partner, getting in the sea when I can, things like that. But you're always on, aren't you? Because you're yeah. always thinking, oh, what could the next thing be? And what about this? Yeah. And what about that? But I don't mind that. I don't, yeah. I don't mind it. Sometimes I'm like, I need a day off. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But, but it's yeah. fun. And if you enjoy it. I think that's it. It's like when you have a job you don't enjoy why would you wake up and want to go to work and like do all these things so I think once you found your like passion or whatever it is it's easier isn't it it's like Mm, I think it's just about finding that balance because like you're saying the best ideas come when you're not doing it yeah so you need to let yourself have those gaps it's like I always have great ideas in the shower 
Like the minute I get Same. in the shower, because oh you're just like not, it's like quite a repetitive thing, isn't it? You're like washing your hair or whatever, and you're like stood there. And then I think, oh, why haven't I thought of that? Why haven't I thought of yeah. this? And also I think you don't have any phones. You don't have anything. No it's distraction. Just, yeah. It's probably perfect. Precisely. Yeah. So things like that, I think, obviously you can't have a shower for a whole day, <laughs> but that idea of like doing things that allow you to step away. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Are important, especially when you're kind of starting out because it's so easy to just want to do everything all the time, isn't it? And I... I find that quite quite yeah. full on. But what's your like favorite thing to do to switch off? Then so we <clears> talked about like the things you like to do. What do you like to kind of do to when you're not doing things? I don't know. Like meet my friends for a coffee. It sounds so boring. Or like go for walks and stuff. Um, just like also sometimes it's got to be like Netflix. You know, oh, just literally all the way. give me a bit of friends. I'm like at the moment I'm binging Modern Family, so that's my like downtime. But yeah, I probably I will admit I also need to exercise a lot more. But um, yeah, you just gotta do what makes you feel good, though, right? I like cooking actually. When I like have time, or like when I'm stressed and I spend a lot of time then cooking, I feel like loads better because it's like I think that's the thing about like crafting and cooking. They're kind of like a bit similar in that way. Like you have to focus on what you're doing. So that's why I really love it because you can literally just zone out. Like it's like you get in the yeah. flow, don't you? When you're chopping, you don't look at your phone. No. When you're crafting, you don't look at your phone. Is so. that a challenge for you, getting away from your phone? Oh my God, so much. Because you've mentioned it and I thought, oh, I wonder if that's a challenge. It's so, it's so yeah. My my boyfriend, because um, I think like I did this collaboration with House of Maine and in one day I got like 500 followers and then I got like uh, that like, next week I got like, I was like flooded in notifications, which is obviously amazing so grateful but then it just meant like I literally my phone was like non-stop going off so he, he was like why don't you just turn your notifications off um and I did do that but now I have them back on and I really need to switch them off um but yeah getting off my phone is definitely something I need to work on as well so I'm trying to do it when now before I go to bed I like avoid screen screen time so it's weird isn't it because like so obviously this is all about like connections and things yeah. we do to feel connected and social media and our phones are like the thing that can make you feel super connected and like yeah we wouldn't have met if it wasn't social media and exactly. I'm sure you're like meeting loads of people and people finding out about what you do and you get to share what you do but on the flip side it's also really difficult to disconnect I from know. that I know yeah definitely like even I mean I don't know what it's like for you when you're with your boyfriend but like Sometimes you're just like both on your phone and it's just like, what are we doing? What are we even doing here? But um, yeah, or like when you go out for a drink and then like there'll be like a lapse and you both look at your phone and it's like, why don't we just play I Spy or something weird? Like, come on, let's do it. But um, yeah, I think everyone suffers with that. Like, I don't know anyone who's like not addicted to their phone. Um, yeah, it is a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm bad with my phone. I try yeah. and keep it away. My boyfriend is not he's one of those people that can leave his phone for two days and not even look at it which drives me mad because then when I want to have a cheeky Instagram scroll he's yeah. just not doing it so you feel worse when oh you're yeah I know the guilt the, the shame, guilt, the shame. <laughs> it's shame that's exactly what it is um do you reckon you're good at focusing on yourself so we kind of talked about the business but what about on you are you good at kind of focusing on Jade Oh my god, that's such a tough question. That's that's hardcore question. Um, am I good at facing myself? Um, I don't know. I guess maybe not. If that's <laughs> if I'm like, oh my god, what a question. Um, yeah, maybe not. Like, I think I'll either put made by a hand first, which is awful thing to say out loud, isn't it? 
or then I'll put like my friends first and like obviously Luke and my partner. Um, so yeah, maybe I come last. <laughs> so I don't know, but I think from getting sick and then just everything this last like few months has been like super crazy. Mm. Um, I think that's kind of made me like reassess a lot of things. Um, so yeah, just trying to implement them a bit more like yeah instead of working crazy hours have more time for like wellness like relationships and stuff like that so yeah you've like mentioned your friends obviously like and like spending time with them that's something yeah. you have to do did you find lockdown like difficult then because it's some people were like this is great I don't have to see anyone <laughs> yeah no I definitely did um it's just it's just hard when you're like I'm so like I love hugging people like I love it so much and I like I don't know like she's I'll, like, a hugger <laughs> yeah like I like to like play with my friend's hair when I'm talking to them like some people are like oh my god she sounds no awful. it's just your tactile yeah I'm yeah definitely so I think like I did quite miss that and also I hated like all these zoom calls and quizzes I was like I want this to end like please end um but that's me but did you do many quizzes no I did like two. It's not, my, it's not my vibe. Yeah, thank God. Not for me, not for you. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. But then, I don't know, I guess everyone's experience of lockdown was super different. Well, how, how did you get on? Well, I was on my own in my house. Oh, yeah, that's so true. And then... And I work on my own. So I was just like, do-do-do, on my own. But it was kind of, it was all right. I think I had like a two-week freak out. Yeah. And then once I got over my freak out, I was like, well, this is it for a while <laughs> I know, there is the worry that it's going to... But I think people are now just being like, okay, we just have to deal with this. I also think that when you when things are unknown, they're more scary, right? Mm. Whereas once you've been through something once, if you had to go through it again, you kind of know yeah. things or you know, oh, well, this would happen and then this would happen. Whereas I think yeah. when there's a global pandemic that nobody's ever heard of and doesn't know how to deal with, it's much scarier. Yeah, definitely. I mean... Just, yeah, I think hopefully now everyone will be, like, more on it for winter. Yeah. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? <laughs> You'd hope so. Fingers yes. crossed. Yes, fingers um, crossed. You mentioned as well that you love doing kind of charity-based collections and things. So I know you've got specific, like, stuff that you create and the proceeds going to charity, aren't they? Yeah. So what, like, that's amazing, number one. Number two, the stuff's really good. Check it <clears> out. We'll put your website and everything in the oh, show notes as well you. so everyone can find you. But... What drives you to want to have that charitable aspect to your business? Because that's, you know, you don't see loads of that. Um, I guess, like, before I got into marketing, whatever, I was like, oh, do I want to, like... Um, I literally love women so much. Like, I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll try and, like, do either, like, art therapy or go work in, like, the Jersey Women's Refuge or, like, try and be a counsellor. Like, I think... I don't know. I'm just, like, maybe quite caring in that way and if I can use like my creativity to help then like why not and I think you know when you just read something that's like so sad and like maybe more people need to just actually be active and not shut it off and like if something triggers you you need to do something about it and I just think like women for me is like a massive massive one so um why is that I don't know I think I think the older I get I think I was always like a feminist from a young age, but like the older I get, the more I speak to other women and stuff, like the more like, I don't think you can walk away from having a conversation with a woman about her experience and not be like, oh yeah, cool, that was nice. Like, I think that's why I care about it so much. And like, maybe these conversations, you know, they're coming up more often now. 
And I think just like the, the, the fight for equality is like really, you know, at the forefront at the moment. So, you know, it's not just feminism, it's, you know, Black Lives Matter. It's also like the LGBT plus community, like everything. And, you know, I think everyone needs to really be held accountable. So, you know, if you can do something to help, then you need to. I don't know. No, that's great. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, you and do I, know and you're doing it. Yeah, and also I think, like, maybe... I think people like to know that they've made a difference as well. So, like, you know, if, if you buy an earring from me and you know it's helping other women or, like, it's helping people who, you know, have maybe recently lost their jobs through, like, the pandemic, then, you know, you're going to feel a lot better about yourself as well. Like, my customers are also doing something to help the course, so... Yeah, and yeah. you're giving them an easy way to do it, I yeah, guess, which so is just true. yeah, yeah. And exactly. people are always more likely to do things that are easy, right? Hundred percent, least path of resistance, <laughs> yeah, path of least resistance, even. Um, how do you find the time to kind of maintain the relationships you've got in your life? So you kind of mentioned before, like sometimes work gets a bit of a yeah front seat. So how do you how do you find the time to maintain the relationships that are really important to you? Um. I think at the moment it's been quite tricky, not tricky, but my partner and I were still together, but we now, we used to live together and now we live in separate accommodation. So it's like very weird, like organizing the date night and stuff. But I think I'm also the type of person who would always try and want to do something a bit different, like organize a date night and stuff like that. And I love a date night. Yeah, so. I sometimes struggle actually because my boyfriend is someone that loves the TV and he loves noise in the background, but I'm not like that. I could sit in silence and just like talk to someone. But um, when we were living together, I think like, I can't, I don't think we ate in front of the TV that often because I really like having dinner at the table and like talking to someone, you know, not on your phones, we're both talking, we're both eating, catching up about our day and stuff like that. So I always find like for me, if I'll be meeting my friends, it's normally for like tea, coffee, food, like lunch or dinner and like the same or like going mm. for a walk where you can't really have like all these. It's just with Yeah, them. exactly. So I really like that, like, I don't know, like good quality time. Is that something that came from when you were little? Were your family like that? Uh, I think like, yeah, I think we were, when I was like definitely growing up, we always had dinner at the table and like we'd always have like family dinners. And then as we got older, it was more like just on Sundays, we'd have family yeah. dinners. Once but... the kids are all like all over the shop. Yeah, literally. So yeah, I think that's something, I don't know. No, that's really important. Just having that time every day to yeah sit and be like, what's going on with you? Yeah, because otherwise like you're just watching like, something on tv and it's not really not really talking about it so yeah I don't know <laughs> I tried to do a thing during lockdown where I streamed a concert at the same time as my boyfriend because he's oh, in the cute. UK and we were apart and uh there was a time delay and it just was really frustrating yeah, I can imagine that being like really like you know, I'm just trying to do something really nice to like bring us together and like I'm just getting triggered by bloody technology well that thing um, where it's like you start singing along and then they start singing along and you realize you're not watching the same act because it's so delayed oh my god bless you oh. it's quite funny though something yeah, to talk about the humor the humor obviously you've got to find them the joy yeah, where exactly. you can and what about the future what do you see where's stuff going for you have you got any kind of big bold goals that you'd be happy sharing anything you're like um, excited about I do have some like short-term goals um so as I mentioned before this podcast I am like learning to do silver so I want to like experiment with that a bit more 
And I also want to start like making um, bags. Oh, wow. Like I did actually make one like ages ago, um, like a, a faux leather, like rucksack backpack. Um, but it's literally just finding the time to do all these things. But um, I'm also planning to do a like brand refresh and okay. be like a lot more sustainable. So I have loads of ideas about how I can be like sustainable as a brand, like not just with my packaging, but like also kind of like, yeah, in my ethos and being, which you are really good at. Well, so try. <laughs> yeah, you are. I think so. It's um, it's interesting, isn't it? I think my thoughts on that were when I was starting a business is why not? Why wouldn't yeah. you start that way? Exactly. It's much harder for big businesses, right? Because they're like, if you're a business that's been going for twenty five years, you're trying to turn a big shift and get it in the right I course. Know. But when we're little and we're starting, it's kind of yeah. If not now, then when I know exactly so I think I kind of always wanted to be like I'm not really like I've only been doing it for like just under a year but I never really had the money to like Mm. invest in it really so but now I mean I still don't really have the money but (laughs) I just thought like I really want to do it now because I've nearly been doing it for a year and I just want it to be like nice and like a nice thing yeah so yeah I guess those would be like my things that I'm going to do um but nothing like too wild well no they're good they're yeah. good things and do you is there like do you have any because you were mentioning the crystals and your tarot cards at the beginning do you have any ways that you kind of keep yourself on course with things that you're aiming for um yeah so like I think um this sounds very weird like even before I when I decided I was going to move to Berlin or like when I said I was going to like learn German or like I always find firstly if you tell people about what you're going to do and what your intentions are, then you're like slightly being held accountable. So that you always have to do that. But then I also like do write goals and like, like I'm not like, you know, a avid one. Like I'm not a crazy goal person, but I think like, yeah, keeping note of what you want to do and like checking in every now and then and like seeing how you can get there. But I think I've always kind of achieved my goals more or less. Um, even if I haven't been like consistently doing it. So I think sometimes it's like wanting things the right amount. Does that oh, make that's any sense? No, I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah. So like sometimes if you focus on something too much, it's like... You I can think, like smother it. Yeah. And then it doesn't happen. So like, I think the day I realized, okay, I need to leave Berlin because I wanted it so bad. Like even though I was living there, that sounds <laughs> weird. Um, but I, I'd moved house 11 times in two years and... It worked really hard to get like a job in this art gallery, which I was like really proud of. And I like absolutely loved it. You know, I'd like been dating a few people, but like nothing seemed to really work out. And I was like, you know, like I'm trying really hard for this like dream, you know, like I want to be like eventually like, you know, a director in like a like an amazing gallery. And I was like, why is it not working? Why, why, why? And I think I just wanted it too much. And maybe it like wasn't right for me or it just wasn't working. I wanted it too much. And then that one day I was like, oh, maybe it's not working because it's not meant to work. And then I, and then as soon as I came to that realisation, I was like, okay, I'm leaving Berlin. And sometimes I think you, when you really, you want something because you want the thing, not yeah. the process. Yeah, exactly. And actually, if you can enjoy the process, <laughs> yeah, it like is a lot more, and like you'll feel it with Made by Home, won't you? Like you kind of start something and then you kind of see where it goes as opposed to being like, it's got to be that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's what these same art schools all about the process and you'd be like, shut up. But, but it's so I, true. I know, literally like, oh God, those words come back to haunt me. But um, yeah, it really is. So I think, yeah, in terms of like, how do I stay connected to what I want to do is like definitely telling people and then writing goals. 
And then you're obviously acting on them. <laughs> Trying to get them done. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything that you want to invest in more? Kind of any relationships or anything you're doing that you want to kind of do better at or invest in more this year? Um, so like I want to invest like in, it's not really a relationship, but more about like the quality of everything that I'm doing. So I always want it to be like, so I'm really struggling. I do kind of really struggle with like um product photography. So I really want to like boss that and maybe like, branch out more in terms of like some influencers in the UK and stuff like that and work on that and like kind of get like a bit of PR for that like level up a bit yeah exactly but I feel like that's kind of why I'm trying to do all of the sustainability and like the refresh of my brand a bit because I don't want to make those steps if I'm not ready you want it to be where you want it yeah exactly so um but yeah I don't know that sounds good though I like that and we mentioned a little bit about kind of what you do to switch off. And I think the yeah. answer was like, well, I don't really. <laughs> but is there any place where you feel kind of the most relaxed? Um, I love trees. So <laughs> love that. Tell me more. Um, no, just like you like just a nice tree. You, you can't. It's just like. It sounds so weird right now, I think, <laughs> trying to explain why I like trees. But I just think, like, when you're outside in nature, you just... It's easier, isn't it? So, like, I, I do like the beach. Like, obviously, the beach is stunning. But, like, trees, something really grounding about them, maybe. Like, you know, they give you shelter. But the sea is stormy. It's crazy. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. But with a tree... Yeah, you, you know where you stand. Yeah, literally. And it's been there a long time. <laughs> yeah, now, exactly. So, yeah, I think sometimes it's, like going out nice walk in the forest stuff like that I think during lockdown as well you like start to appreciate those things more don't you when you yeah, can't exactly have them. exactly so yeah 100% what about you where's your off place oh the sea is the thing for me the sea. <laughs> it's the crazy place just looking at it I just there's something about looking at the sea it's looking at it is nice and getting in it that's not I see I can see from your face <laughs> that you're like no thank you yeah it's funny, I used to surf when I was younger, which you wouldn't believe, but I think um, when I first came back to Jersey, it was like Father's Day, and we decided to like go paddle boarding, and I was like with my other, one of my brothers, the one that's just a bit older than me, and um, he's like all for the bands, like he's really funny, so he was like, oh yeah, like let's um, all play it, and then everyone was like, all right, yeah, why not? So um, this woman was like, paddling towards me like there's no tomorrow and I was like oh my god like she's gonna get me so I kind of like I don't know like fell off a bit like I don't know what your reaction is when you're just like ah! and then like I fell off the paddleboard and then um the paddle like went flying in the air and like came down and smacked me in the face and then um basically I I half of my tooth was chipped off and um no one believed me because I was like hysterically laughing like oh my god what's just happened and then like no one believed me and I was like my dad was like ha oh, you're so funny and I was like no seriously my tooth is like in the fucking ocean right now and then they were just like oh and then my dad like came swimming over and he was like oh and like because obviously it was like this one here right so it was front. like yeah, like, and it was literally like half of it, like a diagonal. And he was like, oh. But the worst part, part about it is that, um, obviously, like, the paddle was, like, metal. Mm. So, like, a part of that had ingrained in my tooth. And it looked like I was a real hillbilly, like, a cro- like half a tooth. And then, like, looked <laughs> like, a, yeah, like, a piece of, like, I don't know, manky herb, like, stuck in it. So, 
that wasn't great. So I think like... So now you just don't like the sea? Yeah, it's just like... It's <laughs> Dramatic one of the, experience. It's one of those where it's like, I like you, but I don't trust you. <laughs> so that's my vibe of the sea. I feel like it wasn't the sea's fault though. I feel like it was the game of its fault, but I'm just <laughs> going to leave that there. <laughs> Probably a bit true. I don't think yeah. it was the sea. I'm just going to stand up for the sea. Well, it was so lovely to chat to you. Oh, Where can we find so out more about you? I'll put everything in the show notes, but just give us a shout out so that if people want to know more about Made by Ham, what, um, what do they need to do? So I'd say like Instagram's my main channel. So it's just at Made by Ahan. And then my website is also madebyahan.com. And that's where I sell like, all of my earrings. And you can also find some nice blogs with other creatives. So yeah. yeah, amazing. Check it out. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. You can tune in every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Stitcher for the next free episode. And why not subscribe so you don't miss out? If you like it, then don't forget to leave us a five-star review because they really do help. And head over to Instagram at ink underscore block underscore creative to carry on the conversation. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to stay connected. Stay connected.